Welcome to another episode of Comedy Wham Presents with me, your host, Valerie, and coming to you from the 2022 Just for Last Moon Tower Comedy Festival. My sometime co-host, Miss Purrington, is resting at home. ComedyWham.com is your place to go for features about all Austin comedy. You can keep up with us on Twitter and Instagram at ComedyWham or on our ComedyWham Facebook page. In addition to podcasts, Comedy Wham brings you articles, album reviews, our new column, Rochelle Takes on Comedy. Have you checked out our events page for live shows in Austin, Houston, and TFW? If you're a comic in those cities and want your show featured on the calendar, go to the events page and click Submit a Show to complete the short survey. And if you want, you can give us a review of the survey and we'll share it and promo your show on Instagram. Now let's get back to our podcast. With over 200 interviews since its launch in 2016, the podcast is your anthropology lesson in Austin comedy, bringing you funny people and their stories. As a fan, I like to delve into a comic's background and motivations, and we usually take a detour along the way. Consider the interview a way for you to get to know the folks that make the comedy world as fascinating offstage as it is on stage. Please rate and review us. Today, we are recording live on location at the Driscoll Hotel. Somebody that I met as a roadie for the Goddamn Comedy Jam, which has been a staple of the Moon Tower Comedy Festival, and consistently headlining venues across the country. His hit podcast, The Scissor Brothers, with Stevie Weeby. When we talked to him six months ago, had just crossed 50,000. I checked before uh, today, and we're now at nearly 75,000. They just released the best of volume one which is a collection of the best of songs from the podcast his stand up on the spot is going stronger than ever and is launching a web series this month Uh, he was also part of the 50 year celebration of the LA comedy store this spring and he's got some really cool cartoon credits or animation sorry animation credits and you can now hear him as Henry in the Nickelodeon series Casa Grandes this is somebody we have now talked to uh, this is our fifth time talking with him and it is like an evolution in career and it is so fun to listen to the old episodes and here we are today and we're going to talk about what's new, what's different since um, it was six months ago, last Moon Tower. So please welcome back five-time champion, Comedy Wham presents Jeremiah Watkins. Yeah, back in the <laughs> saddle again. Here we are. <laughs> Good to be back. Yeah. Um, we wanted to uh, commemorate this occasion with something very special for you. Okay. Because you are the all-time champion, and in your honor, uh, we, we uh, arranged a little something-something for you. Okay. So I'm going to play a little song that a friend of yours... Put together for you. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. Thank you. 
Wow. Wow. Mr. Avery Pearson coming in strong. I love that. And then I like that you guys actually handed me a root beer right on cue with the song. We're all oh about the experience, you know. Thank you so much. And you guys know me. I love my root beer. Yeah, no. I mean, I would assume that. That would be so weird. By the way, that's a half drink root beer we just gave you. <laughs> we do things a little different over here at Comedy Wham. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to the Wham of Fame. Thank you. Wow, that's awesome. It feels good. Yeah. We, we didn't arrange, you know, like a, a placard on the ground or hey, a wall. Hey, I'm a simple it, guy. But... I just need a root beer and a new Comedy Wham pen to get through. Oh, my goodness. MMs. I'm going to be so hopped up by the end of this interview on sugar. That's amazing. This is like, this feels like my birthday party because there's popcorn and (laughs) there's popcorn and there's candy and root beer. It literally feels like, yeah, it's a good celebration. Good time. Well, Jeremiah, you, um, we got to sit down six months ago. Back then we talked a lot about the changes with, uh, becoming a new dad mm-hmm. and the the changes because one of the shows that you'd been involved with moved to Austin, Texas. Sure. And it, uh, you know, in six months time, I, I feel like more has changed. You've gotten, you've gotten these cartoon animation credits and your voice is even more out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited about the stuff that I've been auditioning for lately. Just even really just being in the mix with some people who I I really respect their work, and I'm hoping that I get to work with them in the future. Uh, I'm just glad that I get to audition for some cool things uh, that I'm not even getting. But I'm you know eventually down the line I, I'll I'll get that stuff down the line. But uh, it's it's cool to kind of be slowly progressing. That that world is a very very like like comedy. It's it's really hard to actually get your nails like dug in but once you're kind of in there like anything else you just start getting a little bit more opportunities so yeah yeah, got a a couple um yeah a couple things that came out within this last year that i'm really excited about and yeah we'll see what happens yeah one of the things that strikes me comparing the, the first time that we talked to even just six months ago is the say yes to everything just to try something and see if you like it to now especially becoming a dad being more selective yeah. And it sounds like you've had to trim off some some of your your big projects so that you can make room for for others. For sure. Yeah, it's uh it's definitely a mentality more and more all the time of uh betting on myself even farther and farther and really putting all the chips on myself, which is a kind of a scary thing to do. Uh but luckily the longer that I'm around the more I feel that that's the right decision to do and stuff like that. Like we were talking a little bit before we started the podcast is um, this is my first year not doing the jam at uh, Moon Tower, which that's a really hard decision for me uh, to make because I love Josh and I love the band and I've toured with them for so many years, but it's kind of just the next step that I need to do to focus on, you know, the projects that I'm, I'm working on, like with Stand Up on the Spot and stuff like that and Scissor Bros and Jeremiah Wonders. Those are all three things that I'm, I really believe in that I think need my full attention. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Boy, I, that's... Uh 
hard pill to swallow. That you're not the roadie. I know. But, you know, I know. Yeah, life. You know, life. Life takes us different avenues. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, because we we uh, heard the story of how uh, you and Avery and Josh first met uh, in another interview, and it was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that the history of the three of you went that far back. Sure. So. Yeah, but you know, paths will cross, and you still work together on on other things, maybe. Oh, of course, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scissor Brothers is uh, like a cult. I think you appreciate that. A cult of positivity. Yeah, I'm all about that. I mean, I, I I've said it before, but I think we have one of the most positive uh, YouTube comment section of any <laughs> podcast because we really try to put that out there, and I it's just not you know we're just not about having any negative people in our lives. Yeah. <laughs> it's like move on. We don't have time for it. Yeah. The we were lucky that at last Moon Tower you brought the live version to us. It was your your soft soft uh, run, and now you've done a few yeah. uh, live versions. Do you do you have more fun at the live versions or the in studio where you and Steve can? I think probably get more real with each other when you're just. You know. I definitely have more fun in studio. The live <laughs> ones are. They're fun, but they are very stressful, and they're a huge production. Yeah. Like there are a lot of like there are a lot of prep that goes into them because uh, people have already asked us like to do way more dates, and we actually aren't taking them. Like there, we want we don't want them to be like oversaturated and the quality to go down. Mm-hmm. So we want to make them like special events. Yeah. So after we do, we've got like a couple more in June. We're going to take a break for a little while from the live shows yeah. for a little bit. And yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, rem- I There was one memorable episode recently where you and Steve got, like for, for me, got super, super real mm-hmm. about the scheduling. Oh thing. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? They should play that part of the episode where, like, you negotiated. You know, this is my priority. This is where I'm coming from. And then he's like, "Well, this is, you know, this is just what I do, and it's what I've done." And then, like, the realization how it impacts you. They should play that. They should play that like marital therapy of how you negotiate. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what we had to do. We literally did. A, we did our uh, a couple's duo therapy. <laughs> live on the podcast because it was getting to a point where like it was becoming so exhausting for me where it was like I'm like I'm literally I it's hard for me to move forward with yeah. this like with the scheduling issues yeah yeah but we worked out and he's been amazing since uh, uh, since we had yeah. that discussion because he just I think he was unaware that like like when you have that separate of schedules you think everybody kind of is on your schedule yeah you're not just really thinking about it so right. yeah yeah. How's being a dad? I love it. Just one year. He just just one year. He's almost walking. Yeah. He's um, he's so fast already. He's <laughs> he's a he's a crawler and he just I mean just books it. We can't we can't turn our heads anymore. So that's that's been a new <laughs> development. Uh, and uh, he's just started to. He's, I think he's going to be physically, uh, I think he, if he wants to be, I, I can already tell he is going to be an athlete if he wants to be. He has the build and he's already having like, um, when parents see how young he is and how, how he's able to lift and crawl, 
you're like, this baby is strong. Mm. And uh, so we'll see. I, I hope he gets into basketball. I'd love to... I'd love to teach him some, some stuff yeah. for basketball, yeah. Yeah, that'd be an awesome father-son. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. Um, I know that looking back six months is probably a very short time frame, but mm-hmm. do you, can we go through a, a, a fun exercise of sure. comparing of course. today to five years ago? Okay, okay. And then yeah. talk about, you know, where do you think you, you see things going in, in five years? Yeah. Sure. Um, so five years ago, let's see, 2017, I would have been getting married that year, uh, so a lot has happened since then, obviously, (laughs) um, and then, yeah, I think, uh, 2017, I think I was very, um, Ensemble team Jeremiah, uh, where I, you know I'm, I was that's when I was that was when I was doing roast battle, kill Tony, and jam all at the same time, and stand up on the spot, you know. Uh, so a lot of different projects, and uh, I think compared to now, I'm really just trying to focus. And uh, what was great about when I was on the scene, like um, just even five years ago, if you looked at what I was doing. There's a big palette of things going on, right? But what I feel like uh, is now what I'm trying to do is I'm almost trying to refocus people because what happens, I've learned, if you do too many things for too long, it all becomes white noise. Where nothing is breaking through, it's just it's just static. Yeah. Because it's just it's a lot of things like, look at me over here, look at me over here, I do this, I do this. And then it's like, well what do you what do you do? What do you really do though? So and that's at the at the base root of it. I'm a stand-up comedian at the at the root of everything, so that's why I've slowly started to step away from kind of these sidekick ensemble parts and focus uh, on my stand-up and stuff like that, and and stuff that's a little bit more uh, me driving the vehicle forward a little bit rather than being the passenger or or pushing the car mm-hmm. of somebody else's car, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And through it all, there's been a creative energy because the costumes and the, the characters oh, yeah. that you would portray on Kill Tony. I mean, now it's you know you've got you've got your wig box on yes. Jeremiah Wonders, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you drop into characters and and obviously character. Well, not, maybe not so much characters, but the creativity definitely goes into the Scissor Brothers. Sure. Yeah. And, and yeah, now it's a little. You're right. It is now more focused on well. It's Jeremiah that's yeah. that's presenting these things to us. Yeah, I think the analogy is 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 good. Of me, for many years, I was in someone else's car, and now I'm driving the car that I own. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that's what. And then my shows are in my passenger seat, as far as like the different things that I'm I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you've been emphasizing the stand up on the spot a lot and we've got the web series that's going to be coming out um, is there a, because that is um, it's you facilitating a crowd work show and, and not crowd work show that's not the right word for it but you know, audience suggestion yes show. an improvised stand up show yeah. yeah it's melding the two worlds yeah so you actually don't technically have to write for that show 
but wh why is that show becoming a focus as well? Because one of the things that well, I've also I've been doing that show the longest out of everything. I've been doing that show for twelve years, so that has been something that I've slowly been building. Uh, that for years I've wanted to film. The reason why I'm pushing it so hard right now is. Recently, I uh, made an agreement with the Comedy Store. We came to a deal where they're allowing me to film inside the Comedy Store, which is a really big deal for people who don't know. Like, they might be like, oh, okay, well, okay, cool, you get to film inside the Comedy Store. They're very, very selective with who they allow to film anything in there, and it's yeah. mainly just specials or the big networks who get to film in there. And they're allowing me to do a series and put it on my personal YouTube channel and not go through a network or anything like that. It's I'm being the network, which is, that's a huge, yeah. huge victory for me. And they're luckily very supportive of, uh, of me and believe in me and the show. So I'm pushing on that because one of the things that when people come see me live is they walk away. They like my material, uh, that's a highlight of the show, but obviously uh, one of the highlights of the show is how present I am and how I tailor each show to that live audience. Uh -huh. And that's kind of the spirit of stand-up on the spot. So if you see a stand-up on the spot, it's a little taste of what you're gonna see me do when I headline. Like you're gonna see me interacting and coming up with bits in the moment and stuff like that. And I, I think that's kind of why I'm, I'm, I really believe in that show. And I believe that it has the capabilities of becoming uh, easily down the, 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 the line on like a Netflix or some kind of distribution on, on, a, on a bigger scale. So we'll see. Nice, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Speaking of the Comedy Store, you were involved in the 50-year celebration, mm -hmm. and as comedy geeks, tell us what your personal comedy geek moment was from that celebration. You know, honestly, um, for me, it was... Uh, they redesigned uh, the entry to the main room. They, they, for years, when you walk into the main room entrance of the comedy store, there's legendary photos of people from all eras of the comedy store, but they hadn't updated them forever. So you just saw the, the most, some of the most recent ones were literally like from the 25th anniversary. Uh, and it was like Jim Carrey on stage naked with just a sock over his penis and, and that kind of thing. And, you know, just like uh, a lot of that. Troy Conrad did like a, a hallway series that was in one part. That was, uh, that was the most updated uh, part. But they literally, through the whole entrance, put in new updated photos. And... Um, they put my picture up uh, in a few different settings from my, my, my work there from over the years. Uh, one of me just on stage performing stand-up, one as me uh, as part of the, the cast with Kill Tony, as a Kill Tony cast photo, and then one of me and Joe Rogan uh, riffing, doing stand-up on the spot, and they're all framed headshots on the wall. And I walked in and I was kind of like, I was taken aback a little bit by it because I was like, it's just being cemented even more and more as, as part of the history of the comedy store is just really cool. I, I was like, I, I took a, a step back. I was like, wow, this is. I got almost emotional for a second. I was like, this is really cool. Like I was, I felt very honored to uh, be a part of that. Yeah. 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 So cool. Yeah. And it's great when it happens to good people. 
That's the goal. That's the goal. I love, I'm always rooting for the good people, you know? Um, all right. Let's uh, talk about where you see yourself in five years. Mm-hmm. How, how's our conversation going to go? Knock on wood. I still get to talk to you. We'll still be talking. Um, I, you know, what's been interesting about my career uh, over the years is uh, literally nothing has happened the way that I, I thought that it was going to. And I feel like I am really coming to terms with that a little <laughs> bit, The like the longer that I'm in stand-up and everything. I think that the way the industry moves and the way that I have to work and the way I have been working and finding any of my successes over the years is really the DIY mentality of the do-it-yourself and it sucks and it's really hard um, but you know at the end of the day it's the most gratifying because it's something that you are doing a thousand percent and unfortunately Unfortunately, but fortunately, you know what I mean? It's a very half glass full kind of mentality with it. It's going to be really hard, but I think it's going to pay off uh, in the long term very much. I I think that I'm not going to ever be one of those guys uh, who just has that blow up thing. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be a very gradual thing, and, and I'm hoping to have... A career like somebody like a Steve Carell who hits a little bit later you know it takes sometimes it takes different comedians longer uh, in the industry to really start seeing their stride and then and then hitting it and uh, I hope that stand up on spot is um, is a big series by then whether it's me continuing to make it as a YouTube show or with another network and I am still wanting to do a sketch series. I, I, I still want to make that happen, whether it be on somebody else's network or whether it's it's just me uh, having the means to produce a legit awesome sketch show. Uh, so that's the goal still in uh, five years, because even five years when we, we spoke uh, ago, uh, I definitely mentioned uh, the sketch thing, so, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. And one thing that I can say as a fan is I I do really appreciate that you still put out sketches. Yeah. So I love Jeremiah Wonders, love Scissor Brothers, love what I've seen of Stand Up on the Spot. I really like when you surprise us with, with a new sketch. Oh, uh, yeah. So. I love it. Yeah, I try to... I try to do it as much as I can in between all the other stuff, yeah. you know, but I, I still, if, if I had my way, you know, like I would be pumping those out just as much as I can. <laughs> I'm literally, I literally put out as much as humanly possible as one person <laughs> can do. You are a one-man machine. So, and, and I've got, yeah. luckily over the years, I've gotten a team of really cool people who are very creative and very talented that have been helping me make me look good with these things, Yeah, you know? yeah, the production value, definitely yeah. invest. Okay, we're going to start wrapping up, and every, my podcast, you do it once, you get a word of the past, word of the future, and I've just been asking for words of the future, do you want a retrospective, or do you want to just, me asking you right now, one word to describe your future, what is it today? 
Do you do you have any of my old passwords? Huh? Okay, what are some of oh, my past old past was happy and I don't ask people to refresh that. But you can. There's no rules in my podcast. Yeah, I'm, cur- I'm curious what uh, some of my other words were. So you started off with eclectic was your first future word. And that was that was very dead on. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I, I didn't ask it our second time. Mm-hmm. Our third time tumultuous, so that was 2019. Sounds about right. Yeah. And then last, uh, last That's fall, so weird that 2019 tumultuous right before yeah. the shutdown. That's so interesting. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> And then last fall, 2021, was balanced. Mm. Okay, what is my future (laughs) word this time around? I'm going to say solidified. Almost graph your words like they go, and then. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That is very cool. Is there something else that you want to promote and talk about before we wrap up? Um, depending on when this comes out, uh, the first episode of the Stand Up on the Spot series on my YouTube page, YouTube.com/slash Jeremiah Watkins, comes out on April 25th. We're premiering it Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and uh, we're going to have multiple episodes coming out after that on my YouTube channel, and new Jeremiah Wonders, new Scissor Bros, and I'm a fun follow at Jeremiah Standup on social media. Very good. Well, that is a wrap on Comedy Wham! presents our first official Wham! of Famer. Yeah. Jeremiah It feels good. I literally have three (laughs) drinks in front of me right now. I've got a sparkling rambler water. I've got I've got water with lime in it and then I've got root beer. I mean I just look like you guys went all out. Yeah, yeah. And we're not those cheesy people that are like, you should have a drink. No, I I appreciate that. You know, you get it. Respect the boundaries. Yes. Uh, Okay, well, thank you for rattling off uh, where people should follow you. Um, Moon Tower 2023, our sixth episode with Jeremiah Watkins. Let's do it. Stay tuned. (laughs) This has been Comedy Wham Presents, Jeremiah Watkins. I'm Valerie, and that's been funny. Thank you so much, Jeremiah. Thanks so much for having me. You're the best You took an afternoon off at Moon Tower Yeah, you're the best Everyone knows now You don't have to cower Jeremiah, welcome You're now in the wham of fame and now you get a root beer welcome to the wham of fame jeremiah you're inaugurated